Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Welcome to Rising to the Occasion. Well, it's August, and you know what that means. That means football is right upon us. Favorite time this year, and it's coming close. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to Rising to the Occasion, where we talk about sports and all of sports. I'm here with my brother Josh Mahler, and I'm Britt Mahler. We're brothers, and we're here to talk about some sports. How's it going, Josh? It's going good. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, we, we were talking about that just the other day, how August is right around the corner, and that means that college football is almost here. Of course, football in general, because training camp's already started, so that's pretty exciting, seeing some of the stuff going on with training camp. Uh, I've you know, you and I grew up with college football, but at the at the NFL's a lot of fun now. I don't know why, but I feel like last year really felt like it brought it back for me. There was something about last year, especially with being the Rams and the Bengals going to the Super Bowl when not many people had them picked. It was it was a lot of fun. So it's football season, dude. It is, and I tell you what, I think what it, what it was more for me was that the year prior was a COVID year, which felt so weird. College football oh, yeah. wasn't college football in. Even even the NBA wasn't the NBA. That all sports were just weird that year. Um, football is obviously my my favorite sport, favorite sport to watch, and and it was weird that year. Last year finally brought some excitement back, and then then here we were with that dead period. And yeah, I'm a big hockey fan too. I didn't pay too much attention to the NBA this year, so there's a lot of dead time, and and I'm just so so happy the college is here. Yeah, and. It was. It's weird. I feel like every season it feels like this off season just was drug out. It was the longest off season, but this year really felt like such a long off season. We're still not to college football. You know what would really help that is if they come back out with the NCAA game. I know, and I'm pretty sure I've heard. I don't know if this is real rumors, but I'm pretty sure 2023 is supposed to drop. I will believe it when I see it. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I, I feel like it's always rumors, but it's. I I really hope that that's the case because NIL is finally here. And which means, you know, I, I don't like the the way NIL is going right now, but I just feel like it's it's starting to become too much of a frenzy. And now, like, Texas Tech paying their players. I forget what it was like. They're paying their players just to come and play football, and I don't like that either. I think that's a whole entire segment we need to do on that. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. There's a lot to get into there. I, I like some of it. I really hate some of it. 
some of it's completely crazy to me. Yeah, you, you can't have teams paying players. That's that starts to get too far there. You gotta draw the line somewhere. Sure. That's where I draw the line. So I think the way we want to do this here is uh since college football is coming up close, I'm sure we'll bring up some NFL stuff as well whenever we get there. Preseason's coming up pretty close. Um but I think we're gonna go ahead and start off uh with the different conferences here and just go through the over under on each one of these conferences and just kinda go uh, start off, I think today we're going to start off with the ACC. We'll talk about each team, what their over-under is. Do we buy the over? Are we taking the under? And uh, and why? So I think we could jump right into it with uh, 2022 football season. Yeah, we're starting off with Boston College. Of course, like you said, ACC. So Boston College, everyone's talking about Boston College this offseason. No, no, we were, we were talking about this. ACC is just such a, such a weird conference to go through because you got teams like Boston College. Um, but their over-under was six wins. Uh, I, I went with the under here. I think that they could possibly get some wins against Maine, Duke, and Syracuse. I think those are the three teams uh, that I saw on their schedule, uh, and that's just about it, though. I don't see much much else for them. So I also took the under on Boston College. Um, the main reason I did that, I think the losses, to me, seemed, seemed reasonable. Those are the losses that I would give them as well. The wins that they had, I would probably tend to agree with as well, um, maybe with the exception of one of them. I'm not sure which one it is yet. I'm thinking maybe Louisville. I think they're projected to win over Louisville right now. Um, also Rutgers. I don't know. Rutgers is one of those weird teams to me. Louisville also, I don't necessarily see, I see Boston College winning that game. Maybe they win one of them. Maybe they lose both of them. I'm gonna go ahead and take the under on them as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's just hard to hard to pick the over on on them. Boston College can have good years, and and they're capable of it. It's just I don't I don't see it coming this year. Uh, and and like you said, just looking at their schedule, I don't know. They got some tough games. You know, you got Rutgers is one of the games. I'll I'll give it to you. I think you're probably right, but. Uh, you know, overall, you know, when you got Florida State and Clemson and uh, Wake Forest was doing really good last year, so you got to give it to Wake Forest. Uh, and then they even have, uh, you know, NC State, which is one that I think you and I'll probably talk about. And then at Notre Dame, I mean, there's just some tough, tough games, let alone like even the easy games, I just think are still tough. Like Louisville, I think that's still too tough for them personally. Well, um, I mean, if, you, if you're talking about like Rutgers, Rutgers are not statistically a good team by any means. Don't get me wrong. But they, since joining the Big Ten, you have to think about how they started recruiting. In the Big Ten, it's big, physical, offense, and defensive line. And I just don't know that Boston College can match up well against a Big Ten team. Now, talk about this, you know, five, six years ago when Rutgers wasn't quite, you know, recruiting to the, to the standard of the Big Ten. We've got a different, different talk. Yeah. Um, but they have. They've started recruiting some bigger O&D line and I just don't know in the trenches is where you win the games. I don't know that they can win that one. Yeah, I just I like I said I I see them Maine sure uh, Syracuse possibly uh, Syracuse is one of those weird small teams that's like that that's one of the upset teams you know so like I don't know I think that they could beat them because Boston College is nobody to upset um, but then you know maybe probably Duke too because Duke's just they're basketball uh, they they can stick to basketball but. Uh, as far as Clemson, who'd you have? Clemson. Clemson, Clemson had a ten and a half. Was the over under ten and a half was a line? That's a high line. 
Now, Clemson is projected to be what very good team this year. Don't get me wrong. I think yeah. that they will be a good team this year. As long as they have Dabo Sweeney. They're, they're going to be good. They're going to be good, correct. The thing that kind of tripped me up on that, and I did project the under for that, the only reason I did so, is it really the only loss that they were projected to lose was Notre Dame, which I would agree with. Unfortunately, they play Miami. Miami is not one that I think Clemson wins. So therefore, um, I think that they, I think they get ten wins. I think a ten win season is very, very doable. But I can also see another trip up game. There's gonna be some kind of trip up game possibly. So that would bring them back down to nine. Either way, I just don't. I'm not buying ten and a half. That means they're winning eleven games. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not seeing that. I'm I'm taking the over. I think they're gonna pull out eleven wins. Uh, I don't know. I just I don't see them taking a ten win. It, it's it's hard because I feel like ten and a half is is pretty accurate for them because they do have tough games against Notre Dame, Miami is going to be very hard this year with Mario Cristobal going down there. They're they're going to be hard. They're going to be a very tough team. I I really liked what he what he brought into Oregon because you look at Oregon last year going into the horseshoe and just thumping Ohio State. Ohio State was was having a really hard time that whole game. So what Mario Cristobal did and he brought in he changed it too cuz you go back to Chip Kelly days you know, Chip Kelly and Scott Frost were both recruiting guys. You know, Scott Frost mainly on the on the offense, uh, recruiting a lot of smaller guys that are just fast. He's he's always done that. You know, he did that at UCF. He's doing that a little bit at Nebraska. But you're starting to see a change. He's, he's a definitely figured that out in Nebraska. I think he's starting to get bigger bodies. But that doesn't work in the big. But, 10, in, but at yeah. Oregon, though, that's that's just what Oregon's known for. They're known for these Absolutely. speedy, you know, small guys. And now, like with Cristobal going up there, he got some big guys. Uh, especially on the defensive side, which is the reason why they were able to thump up on Ohio State at home. So that's that's a that's a tough thing. So now he's bringing that mentality down to Miami, and he he got rid of the turnover chain, which I Thank I take you. I take that to mean there's we're 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 stopping the nonsense. We're we're winning games. No more bullshit. We can we can Just st- focus we can on football. we can start to have fun when we win games, and I I like that attitude. Uh, I don't know if he's ever going to bring it back. I don't know because maybe, maybe Miami fans want that back. I don't care personally because I just always thought all that stuff got out of hand. You know, putting on chains and hats and costumes. Slam dunk into basketball. Georgia has this spike shoulder, but but here's the thing with Georgia, <laughs> they deserve it. They're winners. They deserve it. Miami was doing that when they were losers. But yeah, I think I think Miami is a tough one for for Clemson and then Wake Forest. I think. I don't know what to expect from him. Maybe that was just a fluke year last year, but Wake Forest almost won the ACC last year. Uh, so I think those three games are the three that stand out to me against Clemson. Uh, but I think they can win one of those to put, push themselves up to uh, 11 wins. So you so. think they beat Miami and Notre Dame? Not and. I think because that, it'd, be, it'd be 10 wins without that. Yeah, I, I think or. Uh, Miami or Notre Dame. And I think they can beat Wake Forest. I think they will beat Wake Forest. Sure, I do too. Um, I just, I'm, those not, are, I'm just those not are the, buying them beat Notre three. Dame and Miami, which puts no, them at no. 10 wins, not 10 and a half, so I'm picking the under. No, that, I'm, I'm taking only one loss on the season, Okay, which gives them 11. So you think they beat either Notre Dame either, or Miami? Because Notre Dame, you got to realize Notre Dame, though they didn't really lose a lot. You know, I know I know Brian Kelly, they're not, they're not going to lose a lot because they still have they still have Notre Dame. They they have their brand, and uh, so I mean, yeah, they're they're not going to have lo- lost a lot, but they are going to be 
they're, they're, they're going to be different this year, I guess. Uh, so I think they can beat Notre Dame and uh, the other tough game on their schedule is Wake Forest. I think they can take them down. I just want to throw a little spoiler alert out for all you Notre Dame fans. I'm not talking about Notre Dame this year because you're not in a conference because you think you're too good. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, other than that, there are a few other games that I could see them possibly losing. I'm just, I'm going to go high on on Clemson and take the over. So are you going, with with you saying that, I assume that you're going ACC champs? Uh, I think they make it to the championship game. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if they, yeah, I don't know if they, if they win it or not. But you know, there's there's a few teams that I can see kind of rising up in the in the ACC and and doing something. Um, kind of moving on to Duke. Duke was uh, over under at three and a half. I'm I'm taking the under for sure. They they looked awful last year. They only had wins against. Uh, I guess this year this upcoming season, I think they're only going to have wins against maybe Temple, North Carolina, A A and T, and possibly against Kansas. But it's at Kansas, so I don't know. Uh, they they beat Kansas last year, but uh, Lance uh, Leopold Leopold I don't know exactly how to say his name, but he's he's going to do pretty good uh, at at Kansas. I think he's going to start to pull them around to look decent. He's not going to do great with them. They're Kansas, um, but yeah. So Duke's under under. You know, I see them possibly three wins. So I'm actually going to go over on Duke and not by much. I'm going to give them four wins on the season. I think that they will beat Kansas. I think that they'll beat Temple and North Carolina AT&T. And then my fourth win to put them over, I think they might beat Northwestern. Really? Northwestern's are a big question mark to me. Because Northwestern is just crazy. Every other year, they'll either go to the Big Ten Championship game and compete in the championship game. And the following year, they're absolutely terrible. Now, I think that trend may end this year. They were pretty awful last year. Northwestern was terrible last year. But I don't think they get much better this year. And the reason I say that is because they lost a lot of key players from last year. They really didn't recruit well. They It's Northwestern. They, they don't have the NIL money. They don't have the support. They didn't really do much in the offseason to, to prove to me that they're going to take any kind of step. And, and the good players that they had last year, they lost a lot of. So I could see Duke winning that one. So I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them the over on four wins. I think they beat Kansas and Northwestern on top of the Temple and North Carolina AT&T. I don't see them beating. Uh, I don't see them beating Kansas and Northwestern. I think. I don't know. I think Northwestern's probably a little too tough for them. Um, but I think Kansas is within their grasp. Northwestern but, is just a question mark to me. And, and I was kind of looking at the schedule. Um, they actually don't have the easiest schedule even outside of those games. But they do play Wake Forest, who could be really good. Um, North Carolina, I don't I don't know. I, I could see them maybe slipping away one other win if they don't win the Northwestern game. I do see them beating Kansas pretty I'm 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 pretty confident on that one. It's at Kansas though, I don't know, and at Northwestern. You're you're taking two games away and two two teams I mean, Kansas they're they're Kansas. They're not good at football, but I, I see them kind of turning some things around and starting to get five to six win seasons again. I think Kansas will be the bottom feeder of the Big Twelve for a while. <laughs> I mean, which Duke we'll, we'll see what the Big Twelve ends up actually the, doing. Duke is also the bottom feeder of the ACC right now. So, moving on, let's let's hit uh, Florida State. This was uh this was a, kind of a surprising one to me. It's it's seven wins is, is the over under. Yeah, and. 
I think Florida State's got some upside this year. I mean, I think even projecting in the seven seven win range is uh, is fairly you know respectable either way. Um, I am going to take the over. I think that they beat Louisville, um, and I also could see. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I think they could beat Clemson. I think that's that's always a, a really cool game to watch, the Clemson-Florida State game. There's been a lot of really good games in the past. I could see that being my Clemson upset or whatever. And let me see here. Florida State, they've got... I don't even know how do you pronounce their first game. Dequesne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dequesne. Dequesne. Yeah, I think they're going to win that game. Um, Boston College, I think they'll win that game. Wake Forest, I think they win. Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Louisiana, Florida. I was really surprised that they were, you know, given the opportunity or given the the okay on Florida. I could see that being a loss. Um, but I do think that they could get an upset game somewhere along the season as well as I, I do think uh, they were they're projected currently to lose to Louisville and I think that they can win that one. Yeah, I think they can win that one. Florida State, I, I see Florida State starting to turn some things around with Mike Mike Norville. Uh, he's he's a tough coach and he's he's one of those gritty coaches that wants to recruit hard. I, I see him starting to turn things around there and I think he has the possibility to to do it. Uh, and I, I hope Florida State doesn't get rid of him. Because Florida State's been in such a downswing for such a long time, but they they are also on an upswing at the same time where there's a few other ACC teams that are starting to look up. North Carolina's starting to look up. Uh, you know, Clemson, of course, is, is always Clemson. But this could this could be the time for other teams to start to knock Clemson out uh, because of Clemson. Kind of, they had a, a little bit of a down year last year. They they lost their their defensive man and and Brent Venables. So I mean. Just overall with Florida State, I took the over. I think I think they can win eight eight wins. Uh, you know their their losses. I look at it. I I think they could lose to LSU. That's also one I think they could win. Just because first year with Brian Kelly, let's see what he's got. Uh, and, and LSU's lost some pieces too. And it, it's going to be a wake up year for Brian Brian Kelly. He's going to wake up and realize, oh man, this is the SEC. So it, it is a tough conference for him to go to, um, but him playing. Against the ACC, I think I think uh, they could lose to LSU. I think uh, Clemson was the other one I look at, and then of course Miami. I think is going to be a tough one. Miami's just going to be a tough state uh, or a, a a tough game. And then they could possibly lose. I think they would lose to either Wake or NC State, possibly. So the more research I started doing on the ACC, the more respect I think I gained for the ACC as a conference. I don't think they're they're much different than most conferences. I think they have a lot of, you know, they've got their three or four really pretty good teams. They could compete anywhere. And then they've got some middle of the pack, and then they've got some just awful teams. But really, if you look at any conference, it's not much different across the board. Yeah. But I think we both took the over on that one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I think I take the over for Florida State. And then uh, Georgia Tech, three and a half wins. I'm going to keep this one short and simple. I think they possibly get some wins against Western Carolina and Duke were the two teams that I saw on their schedule. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the under again on Georgia Tech. So I'll also keep this short and sweet because I also have the under. They have a lot of new coaching, new new pieces on the coaching staff. 
as well as uh, look at their schedule. I mean, holy cow. Yeah, uh, Ole Miss is one of their, their off games. Uh, uh, so is UCF. Like, Yeah, yeah they, didn't, I mean, they didn't draw draw good uh, good opponents this year. I mean, you're talking UCF. Oh, and then at Georgia in their last game. I didn't see that Georgia, one. Georgia, but... Miami, Florida State, Clemson's their opener. They open against Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, they're going to start rough and probably finish rough. I I think I'm going to take the under. I think I'll give them maybe three wins, possibly. Possibly. Then we got Louisville next. Who you got there? You know, I was, I was really debating on this one. I actually, they, they projected the over-under six wins. I actually took the under. I went back and looked at Cunningham, the quarterback, um, he's got talent. He's he's talented, but he's inconsistent. Yeah, I don't think he's he's going to be the one to bring them bring them back. No, I mean he's no Lamar Jackson, um, and he's he's the big question mark for me on offense. I think their defense is just going to be okay. Their their defense isn't going to be anything great. Um, they don't have the greatest schedule. Um, they're playing UCF. They're playing Pitt. They're playing. I think they beat James Madison. Yeah. Um, they're playing Kentucky. I think Kentucky recruited really well after last year. Yeah, I, can... I think Kentucky's going to have a great season. Um, I mean, they're playing NC State, Wake Forest, Florida State, South Florida. I don't think they even beat South Florida. I think they lose to South Florida. Really? I really yeah, do. Yeah, uh, I, I could see that. South Florida, they've they've been one of those teams that, they you know, because they had Charlie Strong for a little while. He, he brought their program up, and uh, he, he had them looking really good. But I, I also took the under. I don't know if they get six wins. I think six. I think they could win six, but I think I'm just taking the under because I think that's more likely. Um, but yeah, like with the wins, I see possibly Syracuse, possibly South, Southern Florida, Virginia, uh, James Madison, of course, and Boston College. But I just I don't know if I see them winning six games. I look at their schedule and I don't think they had enough around them you know they don't they don't really have a, a tough team and they've got some speedy guys and some talent that's what louisville has been known for for the past eight years or so but i just don't see them winning anything more than that uh, and then miami uh we, we've already been talking a little bit about them mario cristobal coming into town i think this is huge miami for all of miami fans you've got you finally have a team back i think as long as mario cristobal stays there and i think he would I think this is a team that I could see him sticking with. And I mean, he's just, he is a tough guy. He's a tough coach. He's, he's a disciplined coach too. So I think I, Miami was eight and a half uh, on the over under. I take the over. I, th- I think they could look at a nine win season for sure. Uh, and that's, that's mainly because of what Mario Cristobal did down there. He's, he's done some, some good things already. Uh, taking away the, the turnover chain, I think is, is a big step in the right direction just for the discipline. I think it's a mindset thing. Yeah. And, and I think it's, I think it's something that, you know, with his discipline, I think that's what it is. I, I don't know if I haven't seen any stories explaining like for him explaining why he did that. But I, I just think it's, Hey, wake up kids. We need to start winning games. Uh, I think they, they lose possibly to Clemson, Texas A&M and North Carolina, the three games that I look at on their schedule where I think like, yeah, they, they could probably lose lose those games, uh, but other than that, I think I think I could see them having a nine win season, which is huge for Miami right now. So I would agree. 
Um, I'm definitely taking the over on Miami. I've got them as my ACC champs. Oh, yeah. Um, look at what they open up with. Bethune-Cookman, Southern Miss, and Middle Tennessee. That's a great three three games to start with because they're going to start, they're going to win three games, probably pretty good, great wins, start the season off on a high note, and they really take off from there. Um, I see them beating Clemson. Um, I see them being Pitt. Texas A&M, I don't know that they win that one. I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. We'll see where we'll yeah, see where both those teams are. That'll be that a really point. good one. This is third, football. third game of the season, too. So, I mean, that's that's when you're you're still waking up. Right. You're still shaking off the jitters. And Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I think that'll be a fun game. Because Texas A&M, I'd, we'll get to the SEC later, but, you know, I... I think Texas A&M could be starting to turn things around. I don't see it this year. I think next year is finally the year where everything starts to click, especially with that, that recruiting That money class. will hit next year. Those players that yeah. just got all that money, that'll hit next year. And, and that recruiting class, too. So, I mean, from this year, I mean, that's they've, they've been doing some good things. But yeah, I mean, I, Like I said, they start off with Bethune-Cookman and Southern Miss. I think those are two big, easy wins for them. They get rolling. They get their practice in before the, that game. Yeah, I think they, can, they have a chance to beat Texas A&M. That's, I think that's I think, anybody's I think game. yeah I think they have a chance. And if I they just, do, then they have another week where they play Middle Tennessee, and from there on they're they're just gonna start rolling. Now Miami's biggest problem in the past is that they start off rolling yeah. and they don't finish. Oh so, yeah, for sure. They're they're known to be that six and zero team that all of a sudden turns into six and six. Yeah, <laughs> you know and it's it's I I don't see them beating Texas A and M. I think Miami's still too fresh. They're I'm really glad to see that on their schedule. They have Bethune Cookman and and Southern Miss to start off. But the sad thing is that that both of those are, you know, at home games and they're super easy games. So they're just going to be on cruise control. That's why I don't think that they have they'll have enough competition to push themselves to beat Texas A and M. But yeah, I, I still take the over. I I I could see them having a nine win season. I really could. Uh, and then as far as North Carolina, uh, what you got there? So it's the uh, over under is eight and a half. Um, North Carolina, I'm actually taking the over. They don't play Miami. And that's... Uh, they they do play Miami, I believe. I'll, I don't pull, think I'll pull them. Do. I'll pull them up. Uh, I thought they scratched off without playing Miami. They do play Miami. They do play Miami. That does not change anything for me, though. It might change a lot. <laughs> you uh, you, you still under, think they have eight wins? I think I'm going to go with the under. I think I'm going to go with eight. I don't know why I thought they didn't play Miami this year. So I think I'm going to give them eight. I'm going to give them the under. Uh, North Carolina, I th- they were seven and a half. So you'd still have the, have the over. I got something mixed up. I thought they were North Carolina. Oh, you were talking to NC State. Okay, no, yeah, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina is seven and a half. I think I'm going to go ahead and take the under on that. I don't know that I'm sold on North Carolina right now. 
Yeah, I got you. Okay, you were you were looking forward to NC State. Yeah, I got I was, you. I was already ahead on NC State. Um, I see. I think I yeah. took the under. I think they beat Appalachian State, um, but they lose to Pitt. Um, I know they were. It's kind of a kind of a toss up. I think a lot of people thought that they could. That might even be a good game. Appalachian State is not not a great team. Florida A no. and that's not a great team. So they're going to open up with a couple wins. Uh, Georgia State. But then they've got pretty brutal schedule. Notre Dame, uh, Virginia Tech, Miami, Duke, Pitt, Virginia, Wake Forest, uh, Georgia Tech. They could also squeeze out maybe. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the under on that. They've got a tough schedule. See, I'm I'm taking the over. I think they lose to Notre Dame, uh, NC State. I think is a loss for them, and then Miami and Wake Forest uh, are others that I can see them losing. But the reason why I take the over is just look at. Look at where they're playing. You know, they're playing in North Carolina against Appalachian State. Uh, they're they're playing in North, uh, North Carolina at home for quite a few games here, and then they're playing at in North Carolina at Duke. Uh, they're also playing in North Carolina uh, at at uh, Wake Forest, which I I think they probably lose that game, but still they're playing it at in North Carolina for a lot of these games. Uh, that's that's going to lean heavy in their favor just because that's that's that's. There's North yeah. Carolina is North Carolina. You know, that's there's not a whole lot of other teams to really root for in North Carolina. So I hear you, but when Nick Saban comes marching into your your home turf, it's no longer your home turf. They've got Notre Dame, Virginia Tech's a, a respectable team. Miami, Nick, Nick Saban. I'm, I was just keep, keep using the example. Oh, I got you. I mean, when you got a when you got a really good team coming in, home field advantage can only do so much. Uh, you got Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Miami, Duke, Pitt, Virginia. I think they'll lose. I think they'll lose to Wake Forest, NC State. Yeah, I I see Notre we'll Dame, see. NC State, Miami, and possibly Wake Forest. I think those are the the four games I see them losing. But I I still give them eight wins on the season. Now I'm curious to hear your pit. Um, for NC State, we'll we'll go there first. So you were taking over on NC State. I was taking the over on NC State. NC State they, is eight and a half. It is eight and a half. So and they do not play Miami. Yes, you're right there. So NC State has a decent schedule. I think that they can beat Louisville uh, to put them over. Um, let's take a look at their schedule. East Carolina, Char- Charleston Southern. Those are two wins right off the bat. Texas Tech, I don't know that they get the win there. Yeah, Texas Tech's going to be tough, but it's at home. So I, I think they can squeeze that one out because Texas Tech is actually putting together a really good team, uh, and I, I think they can do some some damage, but... So I, I I give you a little bit less uh, grace on being home when you're North Carolina State than I would Ohio State or or Oklahoma or Texas or for sure Oregon. But when you're playing Penn a State. Texas Tech uh, who's been down for quite some time now, sure. I mean, they, really, they they haven't really been top dogs of even the Big Twelve in quite a while or anything. So But I definitely think they have a favorable schedule this year for sure. So I am I am taking the over on NC State. Yeah. Yeah. NC State, uh I'm I'm taking the over as well. I think they could have a nine win season. Uh it's just you you look at teams like Clemson, Texas Tech, uh, and then Wake Forest and Florida State are are, are four teams that I think they could lose two or three of those. Uh so I'm I'm taking the over. I don't think they lose more than three games uh they they just they look really well they've done they've done a lot of of really good both recruiting and and pulling in some new pieces that i just 
there's there's something about NC State that kind of kind of looks like they might shake up the the ACC a little bit this year. And I, I think I'm giving them nine wins. I think I'm just going over. I'm not going to yeah, go, I'm yeah, not going to put all my chips in on North Carolina State, but I, I definitely think I think nine wins is very reasonable for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking them, you know anything special, but you know if if they do have three three wins, I think they only or uh, three losses. I think they only have two of those in conference and have a chance at going to the title game. Could so be. you know, I, I think that they 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 look like it. They could be a tough team this year, and and one of those teams that I think could, could shock people. Uh, and then as as far as Pitt, Pitt is at eight and a half. I think I I'm taking the over on Pitt. Um, when I look at Pitt, I see losses to possibly Tennessee, North Carolina, and Miami. Uh, I I just I think Pitt. I know that they. They lost their man, uh, you know. They lost uh, Pickett, but I don't. I don't know if that's going to drop them down too much. I still. I still think they could be a tough, tough uh, team, and they don't have a super hard schedule. Uh, like I said, I, I think possibly Tennessee, North Carolina, Miami are the three games that I see them losing. Uh, they could possibly lose to to a couple here and there. You know, like you got you got your Virginias, uh, West Virginia is another tough one for them. So I mean, you, you've got some other tough games where I think they could go under. Um, I just I think I'm I'm going to ride a little higher on Pitt and take the over. So I disagree with you on that. I, I'm taking the under. They did lose their starting quarterback, Kenny Pickett. They also lost their um, offensive coordinator and um, Whipple. And let's face it, they were really good last year because they had a really good offense. They lost a lot. Uh, they also lost a lot to. Um, you know, just kids graduating. Um, I'm going to take take the under because of that, and because I think their their schedule is not easy. I think I think they their first two games, West Virginia and Tennessee, right off the bat, is pretty rough. But if they can make it through those, though, if they can make it through, but then, I don't think then they will. like they're set to have a really good season. Because yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, that they do have a a tough schedule, but like uh, to start off. But other than that, they really don't have tough schedules. Other than that. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm glad I think for their they, sake that they're playing in Penn. They, they literally have, like, within their conference, they have North Carolina, Miami that they're playing. That's it. I think home field advantage does something to this game or to this team because of what happened last year. Yeah. I think the fans are going to come out and support, especially the first couple games. Um, if they can make it through it, that, that'll change everything. Yeah. I just don't see them beating. I think I think I could see them going 0-2 or 1-1 or to start off for sure. I could I could see one and one because like I said I think they could I think they could lose to Tennessee I think Tennessee is going to look really good this year so I could see them losing to Tennessee for sure which which then does beg the question of maybe I should be taking the under but like I said after that you literally just have North Carolina and Miami uh, other than that you really don't have a lot so they they've got a I think they have a cake schedule and I think I think I'll take the over just because of that you don't think Virginia will be very good this year uh I'm not sure I I don't. I don't think I have. Uh, That'll be for a Big Twelve talk, huh? Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah, yeah. West Virginia's. Oh, Big that's, 12, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Virginia and Virginia Tech are that's both right. ACC. But yeah, with with Syracuse, uh, their over under is four. I took the under there. I did too. That's a brutal schedule. <laughs> yeah, they they do have a oh pretty God. tough one. They they have possible wins against UConn, Wagner, and Boston College. Those were the ones that I saw. Those are my three wins too. <laughs> oh yeah, so. I mean, just Syracuse. Yeah, they 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 do have a pretty nasty schedule when you look at it. Like Louisville, they're they're good enough to beat Syracuse, and uh, you know then you have Purdue, who's Purdue's one, good. they're they're getting they're getting Purdue's very good. good. 
uh, you know, Virginia, Wagner's, of course, one that you can land. NC State's tough. This is this is the, where it starts to kill them. You you have a pretty kind of so-so schedule, but for Syracuse, that's still a schedule. And then you have North Carolina State, Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt, Florida State, Wake Forest, and then you end it off with Boston College. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't see them winning four wins. So I I definitely take the under. Yeah, I I think we're uh, we're gonna be in agreement there because because that's a rough schedule. Uh, I think right off the bat, starting with Louisville, I don't think that they win that game. No. And then I think Purdue. We'll talk about that in the Big Ten, but I'm I'm a really big Big Ten guy, and I'm I'm telling you, Purdue. When I first started paying attention to the Big Ten, Purdue was always bottom feeder. They have gotten better and better and better every year. They have. Purdue's, Purdue's going to be a force tracking with this year in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, who'd you have for Virginia? Or what did you have? Virginia was a seven win over under. I like Virginia. I think Virginia's got some upside this year. I actually took the over. I like the offense is good. I think that they could also beat. They start. They have Illinois as one of their, their uh, non-conference games. And... I don't really see anything in Illinois that, that says that they're going to be any good this year. No. Um, I think they beat Illinois. I think they beat Richmond, Old Miss. They start 3-0. I think they beat Syracuse. That's 4-0. I mean, they're going to start pretty hot. You're already starting with four wins there. And then you got Coastal Carolina in the second to last game. You're talking five wins right there. You're telling me they can't get two Coastal Carolina's been doing good. They, they had they, a really good season they last could, year. But I think I think Virginia's got seven wins, or I think they've got eight eight wins this year. I haven't really looked into Coastal Carolina to see if they're going to stay good or anything. But you know, they had that weird. Maybe it's just a fluke season. Maybe that was it. But who knows? Uh, for Virginia, I took the under. Uh, I think, you know, I I guess with Illinois, I I have something against you there because with Illinois, I think they lose to Illinois just because. I think Bielema's yeah, I think he's gonna have a better season this year. I think Bielema is going to make Illinois look respectable respectable outside of the Big Ten. In the Big Ten, I just don't see Illinois having enough, you know, enough power. So you No, know, I didn't didn't really see how they recruited this year, but let's face it, last time he was a head coach in the Big Ten, he owned the Big Ten. He did. And I mean and he and he knows how to recruit. He does. So I don't know, maybe they do take a leap uh, a leap this year. I know they started off little rough last year but they finished well so i mean yeah they, they finished well and i think that's because he's really started to get his traction and i think he starts off well this year uh so i i, I take them uh, losing to illinois uh for virginia a couple other losses that i saw is probably louisville uh i i think louisville could probably beat virginia there miami for sure north carolina uh pit and then possibly coastal carolina i'm not sure I don't. I don't know what to expect from Coastal Carolina this year. I didn't really look too much into them, but I'm just not very high on Virginia this year. I don't. I don't see him, so I'm taking the under. I don't think I can ever think of Illinois without thinking of Lovey Smith's beard, <laughs> for sure. With uh, Virginia Tech, their over under was six. Uh, I'm taking the over on that. Uh, I think they can have seven wins. I think they have some losses to North Carolina, uh, Pitt, Miami, NC State, and possibly Virginia. Uh, but you know, as overall, I think I think they could possibly have a seven win. I I really see them at six wins. Like that's just ideal to me. I see them at six wins, but I have to take over or under, so I'm going to take an over. So with six wins, that was a little hard for me because I think I'm thinking probably six wins as well. Yeah. Um, by the time I looked at their schedule, but um, going back and looking at every 
big piece to their offense and defense that they've lost. It's uh, they got a lot, lot to, uh, lot to show me before I can take the over on that. I think that they, I think they win five, five, six games. So I just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take the under on them. I just see teams like Duke and Georgia Tech, and uh, you know you have Warford and Old Dominion. So I, I see teams like that hey, starting don't, don't, starting don't off with Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Start, starting off with Old Dominion, Boston College, and Wolford, I think they could get on a little roll and have have a decent little season of seven wins, possibly. Until Boston College. So, you know, like, like I said, I, I think six wins, but I'll, I'll take the over because I could see them possibly having a little bit more than that. Um, but then let's end the ACC with Wake Forest. How are you feeling about Wake Forest? Wake Forest was really surprising to me. I know they're, they're a good team. They have been. They've started... Uh, really improving over the years, but eight and a half. They almost really, they almost won their conference last they year. They did. I mean, and that's what made it tough for me. But I I do see a slip up game in there, and I'm probably gonna eat my words here. But I think like a team like Army, Army's one of those teams that's hard to play. Army Navy, really tough games to play. I think that could be a loss, quite possibly. Um. As well as, you know, Clemson and Florida State. Also North Carolina State. I think that puts them at four losses and eight wins. So I think I'm going to, I'm still riding high on them. I'm giving them eight wins, but I'm going to go with the under on eight and a half. Because uh-huh. I, I do see a slip-up game there somewhere. Whether it's Army or not, I'm going to give them eight wins. So I'm going to go the under. See, I I said over on this, thinking of a nine-win season. But I also screwed up in my notes on them, saying that they would possibly lose to, to Wake. But they're not playing Wake because they are Wake. Um, but now looking, looking at their schedule, I, I still take, take nine wins on them they may just beat because themselves they may, I mean, they, they could beat themselves, but I just, I just look at the way they start off and you got VMI Vanderbilt and Liberty. That's a really good way to start your start rolling. And then you go against Clemson, you've got a tough game and I look at Florida state. And like I said, I think Mike Norvell could really start to turn Florida state around. So maybe. Uh, maybe against Florida State is a, is a loss. So you might have two losses right there. That could hurt them really bad and send them down a, a spiral. Um, but just from seeing how they played last year, I, and from what I could tell from looking at them, I don't think they lose a whole lot. So I, I think they still bounce back and, and come back this year uh, and have a pretty good season. I just, I don't know. I, I guess now that I'm looking at it, though, they play North Carolina State and North Carolina back-to-back. I, I'm going to take the oh, the under. I kind of... Yeah, I kind of changed, changed my uh, my uh, perspective there. Well, they're they're both, uh, or well, obviously both both in North Carolina, but yeah, yeah, they're they're at North, at NC State and then bringing North Carolina at home, but which is I, a home I, game? I, I kind of want to take the under now. Now which that I'm looking a, at which could be a home game. For Clemson North and Florida too. State and NC State and North Carolina. I don't know. I, I think I think they could possibly lose three games. Uh, I don't, I don't see them losing four. I'm gonna I'm gonna st- stick with my uh, my over. Uh, I I think they win nine nine wins this year. So obviously they go to North Carolina State, but technically North Carolina is practically a home game as well. Yeah. So. Or for North well, Carolina. Yeah, North yeah North Carolina. That's that's North what I was saying earlier. Game. That's what I was saying earlier is that North Carolina has a good chance just because they're in North Carolina for most of their games. Uh, so, you know, it's just, it's really big for them, you know? So yeah, I, I, I think I'm still sticking with the over on them though. I, I, I'm, I'm going to ride high on wake. I think what they did last year shocked everyone. They were 
one of the last undefeated teams left in college football. Uh, they 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 beat out Oklahoma. So, but yeah, it's something also tells me that I see this every year. Where uh, now, I don't know. I guess UCF could be the opposite of my example because they've kind of held on to be a. They've been a good team since that Scott Frost. Well, and and UCF uh, allegedly championship game. You know, I mean, they've pretty been fairly consistent. No, you since you then. can't you can't change my mind. Uh, I think they deserve oh, that because that. just because you look at it and their win in the bowl game that year was to Auburn, who was the who was the ones that beat Alabama, who was the national champions. You can't tell me they didn't they didn't deserve a shot. Oh, hundred uh, yeah. percent, they did, and, and I think but UCF is actually the team that kind of started to get me on. Let's not let go of Wake Forest yet. You know, teams like like UCF who, because UCF when they had an undefeated season and they had that big season, it was like okay, but they're not going to do it again next year. But they did it again, and then you know even whenever the, Scott Frost left, they had Josh Heupel come in and he still did really well with them. And even to this day, they're still a tough little team. So and then you know I think Cincinnati's one of those teams that's going to keep on doing that now. And Wasn't so UCF where the, where were they going? They're joining the conference. Uh, possibly the Big 12 was one of the the rumors, but that one kind of dispersed. I yeah, don't think they're going there. I never there. really heard much about yeah, that. Yeah, I think they're probably staying there for now. Uh, we'll see. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of shakeups. Shake yeah. A lot of shakeups. All right, let's, let's move on to who's rising. Uh, this is a segment where we're going to discuss who is rising to the occasion. And right now we're going to talk about who's rising to the occasion in the ACC. Who you got? Like I said, I've got Miami. I think this is a year um, for a couple of reasons that I already talked about. I won't get into that anymore, but I think they've got a schedule that's favorable, favorable to them. I think they've got a good team. I like the, the new coaching staff. Um, I like the attitude, I think, of Miami better than past years. I think one thing that's killed Miami in the past, I've never liked Miami as a program because they've realistically, I mean, to be completely honest, it's been a bunch of people that act like complete tools out there and are making a, a complete joke of the game. They, I, I've, I've, I've been to games personally where they flipped the fans off. The players were not disciplined. They were not there just to focus on football. They had a lot of, they've always had a lot of, of things happening uh, within their program that make you question things. But I think, I know it's not a big story right now, but removing the turnover chain I think is a start to a bigger story. I think that's him coming in saying, hey, this is not what we're about. This is not what we're going to do. We're here to play football. We're here to get an academic degree. And we're here We're here for this. This is why we're here. So I think, I think there is definitely some uh, culture changes happening there. And I think that's the biggest thing that Miami has struggled with in the past. Miami was once the team. Let's not let's not forget Miami was was a dynasty. Yeah, they were, and and I think they went away from that a lot with the lack of of discipline. Um, whether it was the coaches not disciplining the players or the players, whatever it was, there's a culture issue there, and I think that culture issue is finally getting fixed. So I, I'm very high on Miami this year, and uh, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they can do. So you think Miami is going to rise to the occasion? All right, I, I like it. I mean, Miami is definitely top two uh, in, in the ACC for me right now. Um, but the team that I'm picking to rising to the occasion this Duke. year in the ACC is NC State. Oh. I think NC State has a chance of making it to the ACC championship game. 
uh, you know, you, you look at it, I, I don't see why they couldn't. Um, the only reason why they possibly couldn't is because Clemson is in, in their division. But other than that, NC State, like, I, I really like Devin Leary, their, their quarterback. He's been kind of some, a, a lot of buzz around him, uh, named for the Max, uh, yeah, the Maxwell Award. So, I mean, I, I like Devin Leary. I think, I think NC State's the, the team that I'm going with. I think they could have a really good year this year. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see, see what they can do. I respect that. All right. And that's pretty much all we've got for today. Got anything else? That's it, man. I appreciate everybody tuning in to Rising to the Occasion. Yes. So everyone, make sure to go follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We've got a pages up both there. Uh, and then you can always go over to risingto.com. That's risingto.com. Check us out there and make sure to share us. Make sure to share with your friends, share it on social media, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.